Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the LightningInsider.com podcast, the playoff edition coming at you after game three between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Carolina Hurricanes ends in disappointment for Tampa Bay, an opportunity to go up in the series three to zero, end up falling in overtime on a Jordan Stahl overtime winner on the power play. And we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, obviously a, a wasted, I don't want to say wasted, a missed opportunity for Tampa Bay. They put together a game plan where they were terrific. I mean, you can't really sit here and fault this team for too much that went on in this game. You know, you can say that they were opportunistic in games number one and two in Carolina. Played very tight defensively. Didn't really give the Hurricanes much, but didn't really generate much on their own. Took advantage of the couple of opportunities that they did have. In those games, you pull out a couple of 2-1 to victories. Uh, but they were outshot. Carolina had a good portion of the possession time, the zone time. In those first two games, it, it was almost a role reversal tonight in Game 3. The Lightning were the ones that had the puck more often. They ended up sh- outshooting Carolina 37-27 to in this game. They established zone time, which they were not able to do. In the first two games, they got their four check going, which they were not able to really generate much of in the first two games. Still defended well. The two goals that Carolina did score in regulation, which, by the way, are the first two five-on-five goals that the Canes have scored in the first two five-on-five goals. The Lightning have given up since game number four, sorry, game number five, against the Florida Panthers, got to go all the way back to the second period of that game since they'd given up a five-on-five goal. The first one, this was a minor mistake, but even minor mistakes can turn into major problems in this game, and it did on Carolina's first goal as Blake Coleman, and we don't say this too often about Blake, made a mistake in that he had an opportunity to play a puck. He was five feet from his bench. And rather than making a play for the puck, he opted for the change. Well, what this ended up doing was giving Carolina a two-on-one opportunity that was actually snuffed out. It was, it was played well. Victor Hedman was able to, to track back and disrupt the play and actually took any opportunity away from Andrei Sveshnikov. 
But Sveshnikov was able to hold off Hedman right around the face-off dot in the right circle and wait for some reinforcements to come. He's able to get the puck back to Brett Pesci, and it ends up in the top far corner behind Andre Vasilevsky to give Carolina its first lead of the game, first lead of the series, and actually it's Carolina's first time they've opened the scoring since Game 2 against Nashville and the first lead they've actually had since game number four against the Predators in round number one. A couple of minutes later, and you can, you can pick on a few things if you want to on the second goal, and we will. But at the end of the day, it was a very well-executed play by Carolina. And you know this is something they had to have picked up on tape. I don't want to call it a set play, but it was a, it's something that they probably were very aware of and knew that they might be able to pull off in this game because Jacob Slavin sent a puck from right around between the circles in his own zone up ice to Tevo Teravainen, who's able to one-touch the puck up to Sebastian Ajo, who is basically at full speed at this point. And again, if you tried to execute this type of play in a game 5, 10, 50 times during a season, during your career, it might work less than 10% of the time. This one worked. Teravainen got the right tip. Ajo got behind Nikita Kucherov for a breakaway and made it 2 nothing. But again... The Lightning were not playing poorly. They had already established their forecheck. They had already established what it was territorially they wanted to do in the game. And they were able to respond. They're down 2 nothing in the second period. And Carolina takes a couple of penalties that Tampa Bay makes them pay for. The first goal scored by Braden Point was one of those quick, fast-moving plays that Tampa Bay has to do with the man advantage against a Carolina penalty kill that likes to really pressure the puck. They are very aggressive, and the way to beat that is to move the puck around quickly. Make them move, make the goaltender move, and that's what happened on the first goal. It's Nikita Kucherov up to Victor Hedman over to Steven Stamkos at the left circle. Steven Stamkos waits. He had he was looking for Alex Kalorn because Kalorn was by himself above the top of the crease. He had nobody around him, but he couldn't find the right passing lane. So instead, he whips it over to Nikita Kucherov, who quickly sends it back to Braden Point. Open side of the net, it's 2-1. On the second power play opportunity of the period and of the game for Tampa Bay, again, they cash in. And this one starts with the zone entry. And this is an area that Tampa Bay struggled with in the first two games in Carolina. Didn't I think they had well, they have four, maybe five power play opportunities in the first two games. Uh, and they had plenty of chances to work on their entries because they kept losing face-offs on the power play. Well, on this one, and this is something Tampa Bay does do, but they, they executed it much better tonight, where Victor Hedman will take the puck, and then Kucherov and Point will be underneath of him generating speed. 
And in this case, Hedman gives it to Kucherov, who gives it to Point, who enters the zone right as Carolina is there. You know, the Carolina's done a good job of sort of holding their line right inside the red line to try and pinch off some of those plays that Tampa Bay likes to do getting into the zone. Well, Braden Point beat it with speed, sort of just put it behind the defense and got it over to Kucherov in the slot. Kucherov, his initial attempt was blocked, but he was able to recover the puck and find Alex Kalorn between the hash marks for a quick one-timer, uh, snapped it right over Peter Morazic, and that made it 2-2. And you felt, you felt good about Tampa Bay's game. You really did. And I know if you've listened to this podcast before and you've heard John Cooper say it before, process over outcome, right? In the playoffs, it's a little bit of a different. It's outcome over anything else. But you have to play with the right process to give yourself a better chance to get to the outcome. Well, in this game, they they did the right things. They did – I mean, you could argue in a lot of ways – that this might have been their best game of the playoffs. And it's a funny game. Hockey can be a funny game. You can play that well and not win. Five on five, they were fine. They actually were able to get through and establish their forecheck. They got pucks deep and retrieved them. They were able to find ways through the middle areas of the ice to set up that forecheck, something they couldn't do with consistency in the first two games of this series. But they did it tonight. They did everything, honestly, they did everything except for score one more goal than Carolina and then kill off the power play in overtime because they were really good on the penalty kill early in the game and they've been pretty good on the penalty kill in this series through for, for the first two-plus games. Carolina came out with a determination, though. They had, I think they had four or five shot attempts before finding the winning goal. So they came out with a determined effort. And you can't, and and I know a lot of people will sit here and and say, how can you call a penalty in overtime? Well, remember, Tampa Bay had a power play opportunity with a minute eight to go in regulation when Alex Kalorn beat out an icing call and Dougie Hamilton ended up taking a tripping call with a minute eight to go. So your power play, which has already worked twice, gets an opportunity to win the game and give you a 3-0 series lead. Had the looks, had the chances, couldn't find the back of the net. And they had, there were a number of loose pucks in and around the crease that they just couldn't get enough juice on to get it into the back of the net. But having said that, you have to know if you're Tampa Bay, you were given a power play goal with a minute eight to go. The officials are going to look for an opportunity to quote unquote, even it up, right? It's been a big topic this year about managing games from an officiating standpoint We saw it in the Vegas-Colorado game, right? Vegas had a late third-period power play opportunity. They didn't score. First chance the officials had to give Colorado a power play in the overtime. It was the first minute of overtime. They do it on what I don't think should have been called a penalty. 
Riley Smith was called for slashing because Miko Rantanen couldn't hold on to a stick with one hand when Riley Smith tried to uh, stick check him. He was he didn't slash. He turned over his blade, and Miko Rantanen couldn't hold on to a stick because he only had one hand on it. To me, that's not a penalty. But they called it. Colorado ends up winning the game in overtime. So you've already seen it. It's a standard that the officials have already said they're not going to shy away from making calls. So you can't put yourself into a position in the overtime to take a penalty. Never leave it to the officials' hands. Now, I have not seen a replay, I will admit, as I record this. I have not seen a replay of the actual call. The call was for holding the stick on Nikita Kucherov, an offensive zone penalty. Again, as Tampa Bay had zone time and puck possession and were creating opportunities in the Carolina end. So I can't sit here and say if it actually was a penalty. John Cooper brought that up in his post-game remarks. You know, you can argue whether it was a penalty or not, but not if they're going to call a penalty if it's there, right? So you can blame Nikita Kucherov if you want. Plenty have. I saw it in my timeline on Twitter. Kucherov, of course, had two assists in this game. So sometimes, you know, look, nobody plays a perfect game. But you would just like your players to be uh, aware, and they are, that you can't put yourself in a position for a referee to provide a makeup call. And in a lot of ways, that's what this was. It was a makeup call. They gave Tampa Bay their chance, so Carolina was going to get theirs at the first sign of a penalty. And Carolina cashed in on their chance. Tampa Bay did not. Now, a couple of things of interest in this game. Carolina makes a goaltender switch after Alex Nedeljkovic started the first two games of the series. Rod Brindamore went to Peter Morazic, and Morazic was great. 35 saves, didn't give up a five-on-five goal, came up with a couple of pretty good stops. So you would have to expect that Morazic starts again on Saturday, game four. And the other thing is, you know, Andre Sveshnikov had basically played third-line role for the first couple of games. They put him back up on that top line with Sebastian Ajo. Well, it was that line that generated the first two Carolina goals in regulation. So you have to find a way to slow down that line. And they were matched up primarily tonight against Braden Point, Andre Palat, and Nikita Kucherov. So Ajo's line got the better of them tonight. We've seen it before where Braden Point responds his line responds to those situations. Go back to the 2018 series against the Boston Bruins. Carolina also lost another forward in tonight's game. Already without Nino Niederreiter. Vincent Trocek, who was supposed to try, at least try and take warm-up, according to Rod Brindamore, when he spoke after the morning skate. He did not take part in the warm-ups. He missed the game. 
you'd have to think that's probably not a good sign for Saturday, and he's their second-line center, their second-leading scorer during the regular season. Well, they lost Warren Fogle again tonight, and Fogle has been on that line with Jordan Stahl, who has been matched up primarily against the Yanni Gord line through these first three games. He was hit by Eric Chernak and was holding his shoulder. Like Trocek in game number two, Fogel tried to come back out, took two shifts and couldn't go, left the game, didn't come back. Uh, Brenda Moore said he got some sort of a, maybe an x-ray or something else um, during the second intermission. But this is now three of their top nine forwards who appear to be out of the game. Something to keep an eye on for Saturday when these two teams meet again. Uh, four o'clock, that is a 4 p.m. start for game number four. Be on the USA Network if you're watching the game. And what you want to see out of Tampa Bay is a lot of what you saw out of tonight. Right? You want to put yourself in position to give yourself the best chance to win a game. And I think in a lot of ways, that is precisely what Tampa Bay did tonight. They didn't win it. You would like to have seen them to be rewarded for this game. But that's hockey sometimes. Sometimes you play well and you don't win. So that's why John Cooper has made that uh, phrase pretty famous around lightning parts. Process over outcome. Because if you don't take care of the process, you're not going to have a chance at the outcome. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. So what they have to do is continue to get the pressure that they did tonight in Game 3. Establish your zone time. Establish your forecheck. And find a way to get to Peter Morazic. And certainly if you're a Lightning fan, you're very familiar with Morazic. Because Morazic was in net for Detroit in 2015 and 2016. Actually pitched a couple of shutouts against Tampa Bay in the 2015 seven-game series between the two teams. He didn't start every game in the 2016 series. I believe Jimmy Howard. Uh, started a couple of those games, but that was a five-game series. Tampa Bay won that one. And a couple of interesting notes as I was perusing through a few things after the game tonight. You know, Brad Brindamore played for Carolina, obviously. He was captain of the team in 2006 that won a Stanley Cup. And... In the second round of the playoffs that year for Carolina, they lost the first two games on home ice to the Montreal Canadiens, down 2 nothing going on the road. And they changed. Well, you know, I can't say that. I don't know if they made their goaltending change. Uh, Cam Ward obviously was the guy that kind of led them there. I don't know if the change happened after losing the first two games uh, to Montreal. Either way, uh, very similar situation here because they ended up winning game three and the goal scorer who picked up the game-winning goal in game three for that series against 
Montreal for Carolina was Eric Stahl, player who scored the game-winning goal in Game 3 after losing the first two games on home ice. Jordan Stahl, just interesting. I'm not trying to be foreboding. I'm not saying. It's just interesting. It struck me as an interesting note after the game that uh, that those things happen. It's just coincidence. It's happenstance. It's like stats. They don't mean anything. They have no relevance on the situation at hand in the present. All that matters is the next game, and that's the one thing you have to appreciate about this Lightning team because they were in the same situation in the first round against the Florida Panthers, right? Won the first two games on the road, come back, have a chance to go up 3 nothing. You lose in overtime. Different circumstances. They, they lost a two-goal lead in the third period of that game against Florida and end up losing in overtime. They come back. They win game four in a blowout. Lose game five, win game six back on home ice. So they've been here before. They have, I mean, the core of this team has been through just about every conceivable playoff situation imaginable. And that's why you hear them talk after games, just as we heard Braden Point and Victor Hedman after tonight's game discuss about knowing, knowing that you have to put a game behind you and focus on the next one. Right? It's not about anything else other than focusing on the next game. And that's what this team is very good at. Again, you're not going to guarantee yourself a victory in the next game. You're not going to guarantee yourself that you can come out with a win. All you can do is play the right way, and this team has proven that they can do that. So we'll have to expect to see the team do that. I look to see if David Savard is going to come back into the lineup. Savard, of course, has missed the first three games. John Cooper had hinted that perhaps he would be ready to go by game three. That didn't happen. He didn't. He practiced on Monday with the team, did not take part in the morning skate today, so you knew he was out tonight. Look to see if he's ready to come back. Not that that was a huge deal in in terms of how the lighting have played, um, but I look to see if he comes back uh, and ready to play. The, you know, John Cooper has mentioned that he's sort of managed the situation with uh, David Savard in terms of his injury. So rather than forcing him to come back or pushing him maybe to come back. They've done a situation where they just want to manage it. They just want to kind of get him ready so he can be ready or at least as close to health as he can. Word I heard was back spasms. Those can kind of come and go if uh, if you're a player. So, um, you know, those can be difficult to deal with. Um, when when you're when you know you have back problems, nobody's having any back problems. So we'll look to see if that's going to change when we get to Monday's game. Sorry, Saturday's game. As the Lightning will look to take a three-one lead in this series, which would be huge. You definitely want to, if you're Tampa Bay, find your way to respond as you've done before. You have to. 
go through, uh, implement the same sort of game plan that you did in this one, and you just have to find a way to get to Peter Morazic. You know, the two power play goals they scored tonight uh, had nothing to do with him. He wasn't going to stop them. Nobody was going to stop either of those goals. So, again, process. Continue with the process. Make sure that you're giving yourself a chance to win the game. They did tonight. End up on the wrong side. See if you can kind of take some of the spirit out of Carolina because if you listen to the series preview re- uh, that I did with, with um, Greg Lanelli, Carolina, they're just relentless. They come at you in games, whatever. They just have a determination led by their coach, Rod Brindamore, who has who played with that same sort of determination. You don't want to give them too much life. You know, just as we saw in the series against Nashville, you know, they win the first two games at home. They lose the next two on the road in double overtime. And then they have to go back home. They're actually trailing in that game in the third period. They tied it. They won in an overtime. They go back on the road in game six. Trailing for most of the game. We're actually down two goals early in the third period. Tied it. Won the game in overtime. This team does not quit. They will not quit. They really take on the personality of their head coach. So, and I'm not saying that it's a must win for Tampa Bay on Saturday. Not a chance. But these are two very close teams. These are two teams that uh, seem to play one goal games. And all three of these games so far have been low scoring, one goal affairs. But give yourself, put yourself in position to win the game and try and take care of that. Now, what this does do, obviously, is guarantee a game five, which will be back in Carolina on Tuesday. That time has not yet been determined as I record this. Uh, But you know that Tuesday's game uh, will be game five of this series. All right, before I sign off here, I want to make sure that um, you're aware of a special promo code that you can use at Smack Apparel. Our friends, our partners at Smack Apparel. Go to smackapparel.com. If you use the keyword BOLTS21, B-O-L-T-S-21, they will give you 21% off any order. So, again, that's code BOLTS21 at smackapparel.com. They've got two new Tampa Bay hockey shirts. One of them is their back-to-boat shirt. And the other one is a Big Cat shirt in reference to Andre Vasilevsky. So check that out. But they have a bunch of other great stuff on there. We're also going to give away a couple of T-shirts. And, um, you know, we'll come up with an idea. I I know I told everybody who listened I'd come up with details on how to do that tonight. Uh, We're going to push that back to Saturday, uh, Saturday's podcast, to come up with an idea on how we're going to give away a couple of these t-shirts. We'll give one away uh, Saturday and Tuesday uh, for sure as we recap both of those games here on the podcast. So again, smackapparel.com. Use the code BOLTS21 and get 21% off your entire order at smackapparel.com. Don't forget, I have books. I have a giveaway also for uh, Lightning Strikes, the copy of my book about the 2020 championship run. I will sign a book for you and send it to you for anybody who signs up for a new yearly subscription 
by the end of this round, by the end of this series, anybody who signs up for a brand new yearly subscription will be entered into that drawing. All you got to do is sign up. I'll find you. You don't need to enter in any code, anything like that. But anybody who signs up for that new yearly subscription will be entered into that. If you want to buy one of those books, I still have some books. I actually had to order another case of books that will be in by the end of the weekend. So if you're looking to buy one of those books, $25, I'll mail it to you. That does include the shipping charges. I'll personalize it as well. Uh, Email me, eric at lightninginsider.com for details on how to get a copy of that book and if you you know it look it makes a great father's day present father's day is right around the corner so if you have any interest in getting that for your father your grandfather your uncle anybody else just email me eric at lightninginsider.com that is e-r-i-k at lightninginsider.com all right Again, Tampa Bay drops game number three against Carolina by a score of 3-2 and an overtime goal by Jordan Stahl on the power play. Was able to tip a piece of Sebastian Ajo's shot and get it past Andre Vasilevsky. It's now a 2-1 series. Tampa Bay still holds a 2-1 series lead. Game four is on Saturday back at Amelie Arena. 4 p.m. puck drop. I'll be back with another post-game podcast recap. Check out all my work at lightninginsider.com. Until Saturday, see you then. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.